This is Barbara with Canna Girl Speaks Podcast. My voice, your voice. Good evening, everybody. This is Barbara with the Canna Girl Speaks Podcast, and I am very excited to be recording on this evening. Um, I'm very excited uh, today because it, this is a very his, his, historical day. Um, Judge Jackson has been confirmed as the Supreme Court Justice. And so that is his, historical. And um, I, like I heard one commentator say, regardless of what side of the fence you're on, it is historical. And I can say my granddaughters can now say that they have, they're uh, in a time where they have the possibilities of them one day being a Supreme Court judge as, as well. So let's get started. But I'm excited to welcome this young lady on this evening. Um, we've I've been kind of scheduling her and um, I was like, I got to get her on. And so um, I'm glad that she accepted the invitation to be on the podcast because I know she is very busy. And so without further ado, I'm going to introduce to those out in um, out on YouTube and also those that are listening, um, Mayor Angie. Hi. And she is the mayor of Ennis, Texas. Welcome. Well, thank you so much, Barbara. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. I well, really am. Well, I'm just excited that you took the time out to um, be on this small little podcast. I say small because I'm not one of the big, big, big mega ones, but um, I, I do feel like this is uh, one of a, a podcast that does have a voice voice. And so um, um, just thank you again, like I said, for being on the podcast. And so why don't you tell the listening audience and those that are watching out on mm -hmm. YouTube um, who Mayor Angie is? So Mayor Angie <laughs> is one of the titles that me, Angie Juneman, carries. Um, gosh, she is a, a daughter and a mother and an aunt and a friend. Um, she is a business person. She is a lover of humanity. Yeah. She is a, um, I, I consider myself a spider because I have this, this ability to weave people together. And that's really important um, to me. And it's, 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 uh, it's, I guess it's a God given talent because it's not anything that I, have ever tried really hard to do. It's just the way that I am. So yeah. that's Mayor Angie. So, so I guess you're on your second term as mayor, third term. Okay. And so let's go, let's, let's wind back on your, on when you decided to become the mayor, because I know that was, uh, you had to think it out, you know, and you had to take the plunge and say, so what made you want to run for the mayor of Ennis, Texas? Well, there's a couple of different things. So um, we had a very old, it was the oldest house in the city of Ennis. And I wanted to save it because they were building a car wash. Mm. And so I was determined to save it and move it to some place to put on a park or a museum or something. Um, I had the money to do it. I had a, a friend backing me. I had lots and lots and lots of donations. Um, we did fundraisers and things like that. And when I had all those things in place, I went to the city of Ennis and it was an impossibility. I mean, wow. the, the answers kept being no, no, no. And I'm like, why not? Why not? Why not? And I couldn't get any good answers as to why I couldn't get it. Mm -hmm. So the house got saved. It's actually in Midlothian now, but it 
it really began me going to city commission meetings and things like that. Um, and I am a native in a site. I've mm-hmm. always been really involved in the community. Um, I love my I love my town. I love the people there. Um, so when our former mayor decided not to run, but I'd never really considered running for an yeah. office, but our former mayor um, came up to me one day and he said, I'd like you to be the next mayor of the city of Venice. And I was like, wait, who? Me? What? What? Nah. I go, my husband will divorce me. I mean, that's the first thing that came out because he's very protective. So truly, I, um, I said, well, let me think about it. So I started thinking about it, and then I took a drive to Virginia Beach, which is where my daughter daughter lives, and I just had this conversation with myself and inside of me, whether you call it your inner voice, mm-hmm. whatever you and it just kept saying, you must do this. You must do this. And I was like, I'm going to get nailed to the cross. <laughs> I am not a perfect, I'm very yeah. imperfect, um, but it just wouldn't go away. And I talked to my husband a lot about it, and he's very protective. But he was like, are you sure? Um, I said, hun, this voice just won't go anywhere. So I jumped in. You jumped in. And so you hit the pavement running. I did. And um, I've been watching you for a while because just I I just believe in always, you know, you know, paying attention to those that are all about, you know, change, all about, you know, making a difference, empowerment. You know, I continue to use the word empowerment. And I, you know, even though I live, you know, in Corsicana, I still pay attention to, you know, I pay attention to you and Ennis. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, you know, you know, that is a, a progressive person. That is a person that wants to see, you know, people in power. You know, I know Mayor Jackson and yes. she talks highly of you. And so um, I was like, oh, I just got to I just got to be connected with I just got to be near her. Yeah. You know, like that. And so, um, you know, how hard is it, you know, being a, a female in a leadership role? And, you know, what we can say, you know, in a male dominated society. Because, you know, our, our society has been run by males, you know. And so, you know, the reason why I wanted to bring you on, because I want to uh, encourage our, our our girls, you know, our women, the possibilities. You know, I had a I had a, a executive uh, bank, you know, banker on last, mm-hmm. you know, last podcast. And just to show that our, our girls and our, our women, the, the possibilities, you know, and so. um what what kind of challenges did you have? I mean, I know you, the traditional challenges, but I know as women, we come up against, a, you know, a male-dominated society where, you know, women belong at home. They right. don't belong in uh, leadership roles, you know. But I do know there is a shift, yeah. you know. And so um, do you see it getting better? Do you see, um, I know, like I said, you, you're paving the way, you know. You know, I hope so. Yeah, I you're paving so. the way, and I feel like you know you're 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 moving obstacles out the way for the next generation of women leaders. And so, um, you know, how hard was it? Well, first of all, um, I grew up with seven brothers and sisters, and six are boys and one's a girl, oh, and wow. all born within ten years. So there's eight children in ten years, and I've always been around boys. So I've always just considered them no real different than I am. Yeah. I mean, um, I started changing diapers and cooking and things like that when I was four years old just to help my mom. So I was never intimidated by yeah. by boys or men or whatever. Um, but running, so I am the first mayor in Ellis County and the city of Ennis that is a female. Oh, really? Yeah. Ever, ever, first one ever elected. Um, so 
you know, I'm very proud of that because, as you said, I think it paints the picture to our young people and even to people in our in our own peer group. Yeah. If you have a calling, you can do it. it it's not always easy. Yeah. But if you get that calling in your heart, um, my one of my favorite things that I say is is be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah. That is what I live by. And my my newest one is live a great story. And that's what I, I think we all have the ability to do. We just have to help each other up. We have to support one another as women yeah. um, and as humans and encourage and not be jealous. Yeah. I mean, we are here to help one another in the end. And by helping one another and by, you know, forging relationships, we can we can do anything. Yeah. I, I mean, said that to I said that to a business person um, just I think it was just yesterday. And I was like, you know, we we don't don't work against each other. No. Work work together you know you what you have you can help somebody else or you know vice versa because um it's all about you know we're, we we can make well you know make you can make the money together you yes. know and you know we all can share the wealth you know and so um um that's where we need to be now you know we i get it you know we we've done that you know everybody work against each other but now it's like hey let's just work together let's just work together so um what would you tell your 10 year old self I would tell my 10-year-old self um, to be bold. To I The only thing I ever got in trouble for in school was that I talked too much <laughs> and that I was too um, social. But what's interesting is that is that created the book of my life and who I am as a woman now. So I think some of the times that we, that we think when we're young and, or whatever and we think we're, they're detriments to who we are, they're actually the most positive things as long as we recognize them and use them to the best of our ability. So I would just say to my ten, just can just be bold. Yeah. Just go for it. Yeah. Because the worst thing that can happen is that you don't accomplish that thing, so you try something else. Yeah. You never let yourself get down. You just pick yourself back up. I mean, we've got one life to live, and every chapter is important. Um, good, bad, or indifferent. So I, I think so. What kind of legacy do you see yourself leaving? What 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 would you like to leave as a legacy? I'd like my legacy to be, um, she loved and was loved. Um, that's very important to me because I think um, love in the end is what wins everything. Yeah, and um, to to have conversations with people to elevate people. To realize, you know, in a disruptive world where we feel like everything is being torn apart, I want to be one of those people that allows us to come together and to love one another and understand that unity and um, elevating one another wins in the end. So, yeah, to to love, she was loved and she loved. That's, so do that's you it. feel? So do you feel like you're approachable, Mayor? I feel like you are. You know, because sometimes people, leaders can be like. No, don't, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm up here and you're down here. And so do you feel like, you know, anybody in your community, regardless of what, what side of the tracks they're on, where they are, that you're approachable mayor? Absolutely. And, and what's interesting is I think, because I'll get phone calls and I think they think it goes to someone and it never goes to me. Well, I'll call people and I'm like, hi, it's Mayor Angie. And they're like, oh. You called me? And I was like, well, yeah, because you called me. Let's talk. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes things that start out, um, you know, whether it's a pothole or whatever it may be, 
having a conversation one-on-one and knowing that, you know, we all really care. Um, So let's just talk about it. But I think, yes, I am very much. I am the person in the grocery store that if I don't know who they are, I go, how are you doing today? How long have you been here? Did you just move here? Um, So, yeah, I'm very approachable. I mean, people will tell you that. So do you worry about, I mean, just because of everything that's going on, you know, we, we know we talk about the pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. you know, all that. And do you worry about our the communities as far as our young people? Because, you know, we, you know, the, you know, you talk, you hear they talk about the workforce, you know, and how hard it is for these these companies or these, you know, businesses to get, you know, workforce. And so do you worry about that as a mayor, you know, as far as the future of your city? You know, what what. um you know, what What do you think is coming down the pipeline? Well, I think um, I think COVID, if it did one thing, it taught us that there are different ways to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also the disruption of that um, will help us achieve more balance in our lives. I also think that um, we need to empower our young people um, to let them know that they, they matter. Yeah. And... Um, 40 work, 40 hour work weeks and things like that. You know, I I think we have to evolve as a society to understand that people want, uh, they want harmony in their lives. Actually, they don't even want balance. They want harmony, um, so that they can spend time doing this and time doing this. And I, I think, you know, I'm, I love our young people. I'm proud of our young people. I do think that social media is a very positive thing, but I also think that, you know, now we're back to where we're talking to one another and yeah. we're seeing one another. And I've noticed on social media, it seems like there's less, uh, yeah. you <laughs> yeah. know, and, and that, that empowers me to know that we're going to be okay. Yeah. We're going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, I know that, um, you know, you're, I mean, you're continuing on your path of leadership and I know that, um, you're going to, you know, I say, I always say reach one, teach one, you know, to, do you go back and do you talk to young people? Do you encourage them to be in leadership roles? I mean, do you have a mentorship program? I mean, just that, because, you know, I, I believe in, you know, growing your, you know, teaching, you know, you know, teaching your next replacements or, you know, gathering the next group of leaders, you know, that's important because sometimes when you have communities that don't, you know, you look around and they they haven't having anybody young to replace them, then it goes, you know, it dies out, you it know. Does. And so um, do you reach out to young people to, to, to for them to see, you know, how a mayor, the mayor's office works? Do they come to you? You know, how important is that to, to reach young people like that? Oh, I think it's very important. Um, and, and again, going back to the approachable thing, I am so proud that the people that I have so many people through Facebook or through Instagram that connect with me who are, you know, 15, 17, 20, 21. I'm just and it seems like I'm getting more and more and more of it because they want to know oh, they yeah. want to learn. Um, yes, I do mentor. Um, we haven't started our mentorship program that I'd like to implement in the city of Venice, but I believe in raising the next community of leaders because you're exactly right. Because if you don't, you have people that are in jobs for 30 and 40 Mm -hmm. years and God bless them, um, for having it that long. But, you know, we need change. We need fresh eyes. We need the history and we need the, the knowledge of what has been combined with a progress and, seeing what appears to be impossible. So I think it's a good combination of both, but absolutely. I encourage, I mean, I I go to the Boys and Girls Club. I talk to them. I talk to schools. 
you know, I see kids riding skateboards, which are not supposed to be yeah. downtown. Yeah. And I'm like, your parents will not be happy if you break your head yeah. or whatever. But I say, hey, what's going on? Tell me what's, you know, what's up? And they'll talk to me about, you know, we need this or we need this. So, um, yeah, listening is so very important. Yeah. Well, I can't say, you know, the the eyes are on Ennis because even some of the Corsicana people, they say, oh, have you seen Ennis's downtown? It's so well lit, yeah. you know, and so it's so beautiful at night, you know, and so the eyes are on you, even though we always say, you know, Corsicana and, and Ennis are like rivals, yeah. you know, <laughs> Ennis Lions and Corsicana Tigers, Tigers you know, right. but it's all in love, you know, oh, yeah. and so I just, I always say, you know what, what Ennis is doing, we we can do the same thing that they're doing. So anyway, I'm just excited for the city of Ennis and I'm excited for your leadership. Yeah. And so, Mary Angie, I want to say thank you, you know, for taking the time out. You know, she had to drive down here and come to the studio. So you mean that means that she, you know, she took some time out for the Canada Girl Speaks podcast. So I want to say thank you so much for just doing that, doing that and being on the podcast. And so I always give my guests an opportunity to give their shout outs to anybody that like to give their shout outs to. So I'm going to give you the opportunity. Okay, I'm going to give my shout outs um, to the Blue Bonnet Festival that is taking place oh, this I weekend. Saw that on, I saw that on TV. I yes. said, oh my goodness, the Blue Bonnet Festival. Blue Bonnet yes. Festival. And to all the, the Garden Club members, to uh, Becky McCarty, who is our Main Street director, to everyone that is helping and involved. Um, shout out to you. We're going to have a great festival. Come um, see us. I know. I'm excited because yeah. I, I saw some commercials on um, television about it and I was like, I got to get to the Blue Bonnet Festival because I know come. it's going to, I've never been, so I'm going to try to make it a point to, to go. So you don't have to go, I mean, not knocking the Arboretum, yeah. but we go right there and we can go to Ennis, Texas right. and see the Blue Bonnets. For 40 miles. You for can drive 40, 40 miles, miles. 40 miles. And then come hear great music and things yes, like that. Yes. And I want to thank you, Barbara, well, so much for inviting well, me. Well, thank you. I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm just a vessel. You know, and so um, I just all about empowerment, you know. And so anyway, but thank you again, Mayor, Jack, Mayor um, Angie, for being on the podcast. Thank you so much. Okay. I enjoyed it. OK, so to my listening audience and those that are watching on YouTube, thank you for always supporting the Canada Girl Speaks podcast. Um, support the Blue Bonnet Festival. And, you know, we also, and of course, Canada also has Derek Days coming up um, uh, at the end of this month. And so um, just thank you always for supporting the Canada Girl Speaks podcast. Have a good uh, afternoon, good evening, and have a good weekend. Thank you. This is a Legacy Recording Studio production.